0: In this interview, Southwestern content strategist Mandy Hudson catches up with Southwestern Advantage VP of Communications and Government Relations, Trey Campbell, who reflects on navigating decades of changing technology, putting out public relations fires, the four seasons of Southwestern Advantage, the byproducts of selling, making ground-level impact around the globe, becoming a published author, and the leadership that propelled his company to flourish in a time of uncertainty. Maybe to start off with, how long have you been with Family of Companies? Just kind of walk me through your story a little.
1: So, uh, March of 1999, I came into the company a little bit differently. I'd had an internship locally and everything, but I just was really having an issue getting a job straight out of college in the chosen field, which was public relations. And uh, my wife's family had moved to Maryland, and her dad was like, Why don't you look up here? You know, y'all can just stay with us. So, that's what I did. After we got married, we moved to Maryland. I was the director of public relations for a national car rental franchise company. And it was wonderful because the person I was replacing was in his 70s and it it was a family that managed that company. And this guy had been in public relations before it was even classified as a industry, really. So he taught me everything he knew. Some of his things were a little bit old school, but it, it really prepared me for what I was to experience later. My wife and I had known that we wanted to be in Nashville. Our, our church was here, our you know circle of friends. I, I still had family here. So after about a year and a half, I started looking for opportunities back in Nashville and Southwestern had an ad in the newspaper. I sent in my resume, interviewed. It took about two months to get hired. There was a series of interviews with uh, Dan Moore, with Jerry Heffel, our president prior to Dan Moore, and then with the marketing director. And those were spaced out over a couple of week periods. They were interviewing other people as well. And uh, once I got a job here, I understood what was being asked of me. And the job was for promotions coordinator. But Jerry Heffel had said, we'd like to take your experience and build something with communications and PR. So with that understanding, I took the job knowing that I was going to get to build a department. And shortly after starting, I really realized I need to try this out. Like, I need, I need to go out in the field because I was getting questioned with the audiences I was talking to. You know, have you done this before? you know, I was saying great things about the program, but I didn't have any firsthand experience. So I approached Dan Moore and asked him about selling books. Of course, I'm 26 and married. He just looks at me. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, you know, I think I need to go out and sell books. And he was like, well, no one's ever asked that before. I was like, well, here's why. He said, I I admire this. I think it's a good idea, but you can't take off the summer. We need you. So he said, tell you what, we'll split it. You go through sales school for a week and then you can have two weeks to go out and sell. So I went, all the way through sales school, just as a student does. I was out there probably a week and two days because I left Thursday night at like 1030 to go to my headquarters on the field, which was about four hours away. And I started the very next day with very little sleep. And I learned more in the time on my book field about myself than I did in college. And what that did was it started molding me into who I am today. And I really fell in love with the work ethic and the principles that I had been taught in sales, but also more importantly, the things that I learned through talking with people continuously each day and the soft skills that you don't learn in in a classroom like problem solving, communication, confidence, attitude, all the things that we teach. It developed my work ethic as well. I'd had a hard work ethic before, but it allowed me to really expand on who I was. And we always talk about, person that we're becoming. And Southwestern has a very big role in who I am today because of that experience.
0: Things were very different 20 years ago. So tell me a little bit about the early
1: days. You know, back 20 something years ago, you know, over two decades, one thing that's changed is technology and how we go about doing what we're doing. So back when I started, it was the emergence of the internet. Mm -hmm. It wasn't quite there. It was almost there. And believe it or not, Southwestern Advantage was one of the front runners for actually having a website. It was trial and error as to how is this going to work for us? How do we communicate with people? What kind of content should be on there? And then over time, you had technology that would come into play like, okay, there's this thing called Facebook. Like, okay, how is that going to work with our business? You know, what's this Twitter thing? Instagram, what's that? We had these things that, you know, can be used in recruiting. It can be used in communication. It can be used to educate And we can have all kinds of different audiences. We have the end consumer, we have our independent student dealers, we have our internal audiences. So, a lot of things have changed over the years. When I started, I believe I was the first one to have a desk inkjet printer that would print color. I remember everybody being like, This is awesome. Like, we don't, nobody has one of these. And as promotions coordinator, my job was to promote contests that were company wide and to statistically analyze those results Mm -hmm. and then recommend future contest, And then also the prizes associated and the winnings with those contests and to promote our incentive trips and things like that. I would sit there and in these very rudimentary design programs, design these flyers, and then they'd be printing in color. So the whole time on my desk every day, it was just like, like right there the whole time because it printed out like one every two minutes or something.
0: It was not fast as it was today, children, listening to this podcast.
1: <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. But it's it's been quite the journey. You know, I always tell people they're like, has your company still stayed in business going door to door when you have companies like World Book or Britannica, those kind of companies that are, are no longer around. And was like, you know, our leadership has always recognized two things that we need to adapt to. That's one is our product and the two is the technology and how we sell the products, our backend systems and things like that. What we do has not changed over the course of well more than a century. How we do it has changed.
0: What do you like the best about PR?
1: I would say the challenge. There's always something to share and communicate or there's something to problem solve. It's kind of like a puzzle and sometimes you don't have all the pieces so you're looking for the different pieces or Sometimes you're trying to figure out how to communicate with an audience. I love the art of mediation and arbitration. Up until recently, I was an arbitrator and mediator for the Better Business Bureau. And it, it helped me with my skill set in talking with customers and helping people understand their situation or own their situation and the reason I don't do that anymore is I'm now on the board of the Better Business Bureau of Middle Tennessee and Southern Kentucky. So if there's no conflicts, I'm not able to do the mediation arbitrations anymore. But those are some things that I really enjoy about PR. Also, the people that I get to build relationships with. If there's a student who are the lifeblood of our company, if, if I'm going to put a press release together about them, I get to talk with them, hear about their life and what's important to them. It always goes a step beyond what's actually put on paper, but our business is a relationship business, and it's very important that we foster those relationships because these are the future leaders of not only Southwestern Advantage, but Southwestern family of companies. And I love being able to impact young people in a way that develops our culture so that they want to stay.
0: What are some milestones that stand out to you, some of your favorite moments in PR
1: There's personal achievements and there's company achievements. And I think always the company achievements outweigh the personal things. When we're able to overcome in 2013, Facebook rumors that were going across the nation, you know, we put in effect a plan and and it was like really just getting in and taking care of things and educating the people who are saying things that were incorrect about us. But I did over 80 media interviews within a short six-week period with government officials and local city officials and state officials and helped them understand, you know, this is not true. Here's what we are. Here's who we are. And, you know, sometimes when you face adversity, you come out of it stronger. Our company came out of it stronger. We implemented all kinds of new things, such as the Facebook business page. We implemented uh, business cards that the students hand out that have pertinent information that show their credibility. We put a dealer verification page on our website. All of these things are very critical to what we do today and how we apply what it is we do when it comes to credibility and establishing that with the consumer and the community. We implemented police visits where they drop off information about who they are, what they're doing, how to contact them. it's got my contact information on it. Dual-sided ID badges. You know, we never thought about that before, but when they're flipped over, you can't see it. You know, anybody can make an ID badge, but when you see that that little face right there matches this face, the guard is let down and people start hearing, you know, what it is you're saying. Little things like that that come out of like, how do we solve this? How can we get better? How can we enhance what it is we do? Those are the victories and those are the things that are most meaningful to me. There's other things, you know, like, in 2011, I was 40 under 40 with the National Business Journal, you know, and I've, I've had several awards in the industry, but it's always because of Southwestern. It's never because of my own personal efforts. It's because of the the things I get to do here with my position and the people I work with. And those are the things that have made all the difference to me in my career and my time with Southwestern Advantage. And, and that bleeds over into the Southwestern family of companies. We may be the core company, but, you know, there's an atmosphere here that is all about integrity, teamwork, work ethic, results, goals, attitude, all the things that we teach these young people carry forward to all these companies. And to me, it's a very positive place to work. Southwestern Consulting always says that they work with eagles. I feel the exact same way. There's these eagles that are soaring above heights to, you know, continue to fly higher. And uh, we promote that with young people. Mm
0: -hmm. What? do you do on a daily basis in your current role? And do you have a morning routine or things that you always start off with?
1: Yeah, well, the greatest thing about my day is I know what needs to get done. And then all of the things that I don't know that are going to come up. I love that it's not routine, but there are routine things that need to get done. When I get up in the morning, first thing I do is say a little prayer for what's going to happen today, the people I'm going to talk to, any interactions that I'm going to get to have with people, which are great i um, especially the students like having a personal conference with them and knowing that they may be facing, you know, something difficult. And if I can offer words of encouragement, that's what I want to be praying for that I, I have those to actually offer. Day to day varies from the season that we're in. I like to break it down into four seasons with Southwestern Advantage. We have a recruiting season, which is during school year, which would be fall and spring semesters. We have sales school, which is the training. We have the sales season, which would be usually the three months of the summer. And uh, then we have our checks in process, which is where they come and reconcile their accounts with us. So depending on the season, um, that kind of dictates what I need to be doing. One of my responsibilities is the sales kit. So ordering the supplies for what's going to be in it, you know, talking with the people who have a dog in that hunt. And uh, a lot of things are communications. There's a lot of meetings, a lot of updates, you know, and we're always looking for opportunities in the media. But also part of my job is government relations. So I work with the Direct Selling Association our trade association to educate lawmakers who might be passing laws that affect things that affect our business model like independent contractor status. We've been instrumental in passing anti-pyramid legislation in 29 states defining what a pyramid scheme is. A lot of people they hear MLM or pyramids and you know they assume, you know, oh you're one of them. Well that's not true at all. Most people don't know what those even are. So it's educating them and and helping them understand. You know, Southwestern is actually a single level marketing company. It's not multi level. You know, here's what a pyramid scheme, and here's why we're not. Those terms are derogatory. So it's it's taking the negatives about our industry and actually flipping it and helping people understand what's great about our industry. And those challenges come up each and every day. I'm proud to have the team that we have working with us because it's like family. And that extends not to just Southwestern Advantage, but all of our shared services. Legal, absolutely amazing. Our IT team, um, our corporate marketing team, like we do work hand in hand on a lot of things because there's a lot of people who are skilled in various things that I may not be that I'll need to lean on. We coordinate usually as a team and most of the things that we put out are team oriented.
0: What are some of your favorite memories with the team?
1: We make what we do fun and we enjoy. I don't want anybody that doesn't have a passion for what we're doing, continuing to do it. So we all create an environment where people love to be here, where they get up in the morning and just like, all right, I get to go to work. Here I come. One of my favorite things is the culture that we've created because of the value and principle we have of being servant-minded. And that spills over to our service project, which is on our incentive trip, where the students have a week during the summer we call service week they optionally donate a portion of their profits to go towards this service project. It's people or organizations who are doing something and not getting a whole lot of help that is going to long-term help their community. You know, this started with Henry Bedford back in 2011. You know, he approached a couple of us. He's like, hey, I want to challenge you guys to put together some kind of program where we, when we go down to these places, we're leaving more than our footprints on the sand in the beach. We're going to leave an imprint on the community. And- We took that challenge to heart. And since 2011, it's evolved. But we're able to, through the students, raise enough money where we can build things. We've built community centers. And sometimes it might be a multi-year commitment. We've added on to schools where they can get more kids off the streets. We've added on to a safe shelter for young girls that was run by some nuns in um, a barrio of Cancun all kinds of different things. We've built a house for a young girl in her family whose parents had passed away in a car accident and were living basically under a tarp. So these things are life-changing, but they're not just life-changing to the people that we're helping. When the students go on those trips and they go to these locations and see where their money is being spent and meet these people, it changes their lives. And we're about life change. We're about impacting young people to where we're giving them not only the, tools that they need to be successful in life through their sales and recruiting because there's a byproduct when it comes to selling. And that's what people don't always remember. Most people don't go to college to be a door-to-door salesman. We're aware of that. But there's a means to an end when you do it. And what you will learn about yourself, about business, about relationships and people, that's going to stay with you a lifetime. You can also make good money doing it. But those things that you carry forward with you in relationships and business, that's going to help you for the rest of your life. And that's the value of the program beyond a financial aspect. In my personal life, my faith is something that is the most important to me. I have the opportunity here at Southwestern Advantage to be able to mentor students not only professionally, but also personally and spiritually. This has been something in my personal conferences, and and people know this about me. I, I get sought after to talk with people or I get recommended to talk to people all the time. And it might be a personal problem they're having in a relationship. It might be something they're dealing with with their past. It might be issues with school. I'm not their sales manager, so I can talk to them on a different level a lot of times that's a little bit more personal. Back in uh, 2016, we had a young lady who had sold with the group from Baylor University for three summers. And when she was graduating done, she became a missionary. She was at that time in Nicaragua and she called me. We had reconnected and she was like, hey, have you ever thought about bringing some of the students on a mission trip? And I I actually hadn't thought about that before because I've been on a number of mission trips. And those were something that was very important to me because not only can you help and serve somebody on the trip, but it's what you learn while you're there that helps you grow, whether it's in your faith or in your heart, your spirit. I got put in touch with her organization and they are like, we'd like to invite you to bring a team. So I put a team together, didn't know what I was doing. I put a team together and there was four females, four males, myself, my daughter went, who was 16 at the time. And then um, the girl who was a missionary there who was an alumni. And I really started thinking about this hard because I don't want anything I do to be unintentional. I was worried about the organization because I hadn't been there myself to check it out and, and see what they did. So I wanted the students who were gonna go to get something from it. So I wrote a devotion for us to go through at night. And the first night when we got there, we opened it up and, you know, we started going through it. It's meant to be fluid. It's it doesn't have to be followed to a T step by step. But it creates conversation. And it's kind of wherever the spirit leads us. This girl just kind of raised her hand and she's like, hey, I don't even know why I'm saying this, but I've got this issue. But then two more people were like me too. So I was like, all right, well let's talk about that. Let's break it down. And what I found was The organization was absolutely fantastic and we still partner to this day. I've been on a lot of mission trips there with this organization in multiple countries and we serve during the day. We build relationships with locals. We become part of the community because they're established and have roots there. But the trip was equally about the personal and spiritual growth of each person on that team from Southwestern. The next year, I went with the same organization to Ecuador. It turned out to be all female we had eight female dealers. And on that trip, I really, that's when I, it really hit me what an impact these can make on students and young people. So we've been doing it ever since. It's been a blessing. self Advantage has been very supportive of it. And I realized this isn't something that I would be able to do at just any company but to be able to have the go-ahead to invest in people in a way that they want to be invested in where they come to us, it's it's amazing. If someone's interested in these trips, let's talk. Let's put a team together. Let's go. This is following our mission. And for Southwestern Advantage, we want to help young people develop the character to achieve their goals in life and give them the tools to do that. And this is one more way of doing that. It's just in a kind of unique way. Mm -hmm. The other thing is we do have a corporate policy that I believe it's five days. It doesn't count against you if you're doing a mission trip or charitable activities. So that that's something, again, most companies don't have either that makes Southwestern Family Companies very unique.
0: Mm-hmm. A little bird told me that part of that was your idea.
1: It, it was. Yeah, we just looked at other companies that were doing something similar, which there are not very many. Actually, I, I feel like ours is better than any of those companies because it's it, it's kind of open to what someone's passions are versus keeping it limited.
0: I know you've written a couple books. Tell me a little bit about your books.
1: Sure. There's three that have been published. Two of them are Christian books. The first one is uh, 12 Jars, Making the Most of the Rest of Your Life. And this came about because of Southwestern also. There was a series where we had several people pass away, Spencer Hayes, Chris Adams, and Craig Soder. And as I was at their funeral, their celebration of life, their memorials, I was very impressed by the impact that their lives had made on other people and how people had flown literally from all over the world to attend and pay respects to their lives and, and what they meant to them. And it got me thinking about the legacy that we leave I had a co-worker, um, two co-workers, actually, three. Uh, two of them had the same grandfather and one was the father of somebody. I've become friends with their family over the years and always respected how much the grandfather and the family meant to them, like the patriarch of the family. You would pass on these, this advice and just kind of always be someone people could talk to. And I just thought that was really neat. And really basing the book on Southwestern principles and biblical principles, I put together a concept where the grandfather had passed away and he left uh, canning jars in the basement. They were found by his widow. They had instructions like, hey, get the family together, read the contents of the jar and discuss. Each jar had a piece of paper that was folded in it that had uh, a phrase and a scripture, but that's it. And what the grandfather was doing was bringing the family together to discuss the content and how they related. But as they were doing that, they were remembering the impact that he made on their lives by the things that he had shared with them, the wisdom that he passed on. So his life had a much more greater meaning beyond the breath that he took while he was on this earth. And I think that's something that we can all really learn from. Our time on this earth is limited. What kind of impact are we making? Those are definitely principles of Southwestern Advantage. And these young people that are just at at a crossroads in life, like how are we helping them navigate where they want to go and where they want to be and getting them on the best road possible? A second book is 72 Days, Devotions for the Spirit-Filled Leader. This is a book that is aimed for anybody as an audience. However, 72 days is the typical schedule for a book field for three months, six days a week. So it gives the students some positive mental reading that they can do to start their day while they're at their breakfast spot. We also usually put a copy of The Greatest Salesman in the World by Ogmandino in their sales kit. Bite-sized chunks. Um, it's a page and a half each day. And at the end of the week, if they're not able to make it to church for whatever reason, if they want to go, they can get in small groups and it has discussion questions. It goes through kind of summarizing what each day was about that week. And I've had countless students say, hey, you know, I read this book during the summer and it helped me get through the summer and the tough times. Or I read this page when I needed it the most. And that's a form of the highest compliment that I can receive. The third book that I wrote was kind of commissioned by Dan Moore and it was called Finding a Way Even Through a Pandemic. Anybody who wants a copy within family companies, come see me. But it's how Southwestern Advantage as a door-to-door company managed the pandemic and came through it actually on top. And we didn't know what was going to happen. Um, but we had a great team of sales leaders. They led our company through an unprecedented time that other companies were experiencing as well. But when you talk about a pandemic and everything shutting down and you sell product door to door to families in their home, what's going to happen? And this tells the story of what we did, how we got through it, and the stories of those people involved. My favorite part is I, I weaved quotes from students who are actually. We're in the trenches doing virtual selling and then transitioning to real life selling, knocking on doors that summer of 2020. And it's very inspirational. This is a part of our history that is going to be forever remembered because it was do or die. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I'm just proud to not only been a part of that, but also to have been able to record it and put it in a format that generations from now can look at and be like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Because it was crazy.
0: Mm -hmm. What's something that you're most excited about for the future with Southwestern Advantage?
1: I am very excited about um, the talent that we currently have here within our sales force and as importantly within the non-sales roles. So the staff that we have here at Landers Plaza and who work remotely, we have top-notch talent, top-notch people, and we're bringing in new ideas. We're bringing in new people. But the longevity of the people here and the experience, there's a lot of people here that have worked over 15 years at this company. We have multiple people in marketing that have over 20 years experience here. So not only do we have institutional experience, we have new experience as well with people who are coming in with great ideas. We have a wonderful product called Lead that, you know, between our online products and Lead, like we're talking about the future of our company. And some of the things that we excel at as a company are the soft skills, the things that are not taught in the classroom that we're teaching these young people to operate by. And those things are in this lead product that we are also selling. So we have the best of both worlds now. We have the educational-based curriculum and materials that are used to teach kids at homes, but we also have the things that are not taught in the classroom that are very important. And that's what parents are looking for. They want their children to do well in school. And they also want their children to be well-rounded and knowledgeable about how the world works. And that starts with you know, building confidence, problem-solving skills, positive self-talk. All of these things that we teach these young people, we're now able to bridge out and teach families in their homes. It's just a wonderful time to be here at Southwestern because of the products that we're putting out and the help that we're gonna be able to give families. Just even in the pandemic, You know, one of the things that really turned out to be in our favor was the pain point was families at home all of a sudden who had to become the teacher. Mm -hmm. We have products to help with that. When the parent doesn't know how to do it or they do it one way because that's how they were taught, but the students are being taught in the classroom another way. Well, here's both. Mm -hmm. And then an understanding can come about and the parents are learning, too. They're very appreciative of those types of products because it was solving a problem within their own home.
0: And your family.
1: My wife and I have been married almost 26 years and we have two daughters, Madison and Megan. Really appreciate the time he's taken to ask these questions because it it walks me down memory lane. The biggest thing that we can do is impact young people and encourage them in a way that helps them become the people that they want to be. The person you will one day be, you're now becoming. That's resonated with me probably more than anything here at my Career at Southwestern because many of us, unless we're stuck in a rut of mediocrity or complacency, We're always trying to grow and be better. And I think Southwestern Advantage promotes that. And students who come for multiple summers, you know, the first summer be focused on their personal sales and their business and and learning things they didn't know before. Once they get into leadership and management training and and building a team, a whole new world's open to them. And I feel like we have both an opportunity and a responsibility to this generation and whatever generation it happens to be in that are coming to participate in the program with us, we have a responsibility and opportunity to help them grow and learn. And it's so rewarding to see what we do truly does change the world. If it's not changing the world, it's changing someone's world. Mm -hmm. To be a part of that is very rewarding and a very good feeling. And I can rest my head at night knowing I've done all I can to pour into either a group of people or a person as an individual.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, thank you for taking a few minutes to talk with me.
1: I appreciate the time. Thank you for the questions. Thanks, Trey. All right.